When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey everybody, this is Ryan Mallory, ready to do a podcast episode today on support and resistance. Now, on Twitter... And my Twitter handle, by the way, is at SharePlanner. I had a person ask me, hey, can you do a podcast on support and resistance? At first, I was kind of hesitant about doing that because I felt like, man, how how do you do that without showing charts and graphs? But I think I can do it. So I'm going to do a podcast on support and resistance, just showing you how I use them, how they benefit me and my trading in terms of entry prices, in terms of stop losses. For those who don't know, support and resistance is a vital part of technical analysis. Support is typically a place underneath the current price of a stock that shows a willingness for that stock to bounce at a particular price level. Now, resistance is a place on the chart above the current price where the stock tends to sell off when it it tests that level. Now, does that mean that every time a stock price tests a support level that it's going to bounce or every time it tests a resistance level that it's going to sell off? No, because what makes it even more interesting is when it doesn't do that. When it breaks through resistance, you have yourself a breakout. When you have a, a push through support, you have a breakdown. So that is a broad level view of what support resistance is. So it can take a lot of different forms too, but the two most common forms of support and resistance is price level and then trend line. So the price level is typically like a flat dollar amount. So if you draw a horizontal line across the chart that connects multiple price points where a stock has bounced in the past, that is a price level support. So let's say a stock trading at $40 goes down to $35 and bounces every time. That's going to be a support level there. So it's price level support. So it keeps bouncing off of that $35. Now, where a lot of traders get hung up on, it's like, well, it's... It's not price level support unless it bounces exactly at $35 every time. No, that's not true. I mean, if it bounces at $34.90 or $35.10, still it's in that broad, uh, that general area that's still considered support. So you have to have a little bit of leeway. If you try to be exact about everything in technical analysis, you're going to drive yourself mad and rarely will anything ever line up for you in the way that you're wanting it to. Now you also have trend line support. So what is that? That's where you have a series of higher highs and higher lows. So a stock starts trading at 35, it goes up to 40, pulls back to 37.50, goes up to 42.50, then it comes back down to $40, then it goes up to say $45, comes back down to 42.50 or something like that, okay? That's not exactly the increment. I'm trying to give you like an idea of like a 45 degree angle. Trend line support is when you can connect those higher lows. So it, so you'll have a line that touches the 35, the 37.50, the 40, 
and then every increment there on after and that's your trend line support so it's kind of goes up and down or if in a, in a down downward trend line you may have a trend line that has resistance at 42.50 then 40 then 37.50 then 35 so it can go downward as well so trend lines they go up and down okay in a bullish market you're likely to see more rising trend lines and in a bearish market you're more likely to see more declining trend lines so why are these price levels and trend lines so important to our trading is because when there's a breach in them they represent a change in the character of what the stock had up to that point been doing so if there's a lot of support at forty dollars and it breaks down below it all of a sudden hey we got something new going on here this thing's breaking down it's not just holding its own at forty dollars a share and and the exact opposite is true when something breaks above resistance all of a sudden that resistance then becomes support underneath because now the price is trading above that level you have something significant you have a breakout in play so these are like critical parts of technical analysis and where they really come into play is in the manner in which we stage our entries and our exits from a trade so for instance if you have a stock that's trading at 39 dollars and you can see a clear level of support or resistance above at 40 dollars and then all of a sudden that stock breaks out and it's like now above the 40 dollar market say 40 25 then you have a good reason to get long on that stock and then you can get long at 40.25 and then you find a support level underneath maybe not it's not that exact resistance level that it just broke that was converted to support but actually something far down below it maybe like two or three cent three percent below that breakout level where you can tell that okay if this particular support level is broken then i know for sure that there is a change in the character and the nature of the market so that's how it works with breakouts. Now on breakdowns, you're looking at a trade where it's trading at $40 and there's a clear level of support at say $38. Now all of a sudden it starts selling off, it hits that $38 mark, it bounces a little bit, comes back down, tests that $38 mark again, bounces, comes back down again and finally breaks it. So now all of a sudden it's trading at $37.50. Okay. And then all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, let's get short because the, there is a technical change in the nature of this stock. And it's worth getting short on because it's now starting to break down because what used to be support before did not hold up. It's now resistance overhead because price, is, price action is now trading below that previous support level. So it's, bec it's become resistance. Now on pullbacks or trend lines, how, how, do, we, how do we use the support and resistance for that so remember a trend line isn't like the price level a trend line the support level is changing because there's a trend that's moving higher in the case of a bullish stock or lower in the case of a bearish stock that makes it to where the support level is taking place over time rather than price so what you want to do there with the trend line is to wait for pullbacks to the trend line so like i said before there's there's a trend line that connects the the price points of 3750 40 4250 and like $45 then you want to draw a line connecting all those low points on that particular stock or that particular chart and then when it comes down to test those rising support levels or the trend lines then you want to get long on it and then you find another support level underneath it to where you can say to yourself okay if the stock drops below this particular price point it'll validate the fact that the trend has been broken and it's reversing course to the downside 
So that's why using support levels and resistance levels, and in this case, I'm just going to talk about stocks that we're getting long on because it's just all you have to do is just flip flip the logic around to the opposite for stocks that you're getting short on. So we'll just focus on the, the long side of the trade for the purposes of this podcast. People like to pick out random places to put a stop loss, and that's not always the best thing because where I like to put my stop losses is at a point on the chart to where I know that if it breaches this price level, something has definitely changed in the nature of the stock. It's become all of a sudden more bearish. It invalidates my trade. Something that says there's something that's not right about this trade all of a sudden, I need to get out of it. Now, if you just randomly put it somewhere, it could just hit it erroneously, not invalidate the trade and keep going back higher. So you don't want that either. You want to be able to stay in your trade as long as you can and keep piling on the profits. So what you want to do is place your stop loss at a point on the chart that says, if it crosses below this level, something's wrong, I need to get out. So we've talked a lot now about support and resistance. We've talked about what it is in terms of there being support, there being resistance. We've talked about the different forms that it takes, the price levels, the trend lines, and that's just a few of them, okay? There's also pivot points. There's plenty of support and resistance that people map out on indicators and oscillators, etc. And we also talked about the significance of why staging the entries using support and resistance so important, how they create breakouts, breakdowns, and pullbacks to trend lines. And then, of course, how we, we use them placing stops. So this is probably one of the hardest podcasts I've done because it's not easy talking about such a technical subject without using the charts. But if you're listening to this thing driving home, what other choice do you have, right? If it's an audio file, if it's a podcast, you, you don't have the privilege of being able to throw up charts anyways. So this is about as in-depth as I can get on support and resistance on a podcast platform. If you're looking for videos that, that shows me using the charts, go over to my YouTube channel, which is www.youtube.com slash shareplanner. That's going to do it for today. I enjoyed the talk. Remember, support resistance, vital parts of your trading. Explore it more. Do some of your own research and due diligence and figure out how it can be incorporated into your own trading. As always, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePlanner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless.